You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I don't know why you insist on posting those things on Twitter. I don't like, know I'm why not, you're embarrassed about it. I'm it is a feat. Em- I'm, not, I'm not embarrassed about it. I'm it's just like saying, you are. You're reacting as if you're embarrassed. Well, because no, I don't participate in something called the Burrito Olympics. I and it's s- not a competition of how much burrito I'm eating. I didn't, I, I'm sorry, but I have to say for the record, okay, we're sitting in here firsthand, Greg. This is so distracting. I swear to God, I just saw a flying squirrel jump from one tree to the other. There is no flying squirrel up there. It was there. some sort of creature that flew off. It looked like a squirrel. What? And it just jumped from one tree to the other. It went, boo, like this, in a big arc behind your not, head. This is not part of what we were going to talk about to open up the show. I'm, I'm just it's saying. It's not every day you see a jumping <laughs> squirrel. What? It seriously just jumped a from flying tree to tree. squirrel. Um, it might not have been flying, but it was a, it was a pretty big jump. It made an arc. That, that a was squirrel the weirdest behind my head thing. outside the window. A squirrel behind your head just jumped. Just jumped from at an arc from one tree to another. When I saw it come up from uh, from the base of the window, I put it like a scoop and then uh, went back down to the other tree. That was the weirdest thing. I'm sorry, I can't help that I just saw a squirrel <laughs> do that. Sarah Dillon, easily distracted <laughs> by squirrels. This is uh, what it's like trying it, to. It is not. It was a. Pretty, it was a giant squirrel too. Maybe it wasn't a squirrel. It was like a raccoon or something. This is Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I have no idea what just happened there at the beginning of the show, but we'll try to tie those in. Do want to remind everybody to go to Fun Employment Radio. And click on the Amazon link if you'd like to purchase anything from Amazon. Funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link. All right, look, we've got two different things going here now. I know that we're going to talk about the Burrito Olympics, and I'm so set to talk about that. I did not know that when you were going to bring it up, there was going to be a flying squirrel behind your head. It is not a flying squirrel. Flying squirrels do not exist in Oregon. If it was airborne, then technically it was flying for a a second. Maybe a jumping squirrel. It caught some air. It most certainly was not a a raccoon. Yeah, I'm not saying that I saw it flap its little squirrel arms and go, you know, and go off into the distance. I'm saying it was an arc. It was not a, like a straight across jump. It was a big arc. How many times have you seen this squirrel? I've only seen it once. Uh-huh. I swear it just happened. Right. All right. That's all. I'm just going to that's I'm just going to Why don't you go ahead that. and have your phone up and ready just in case it's jumping around there again. We'll see if we can capture this. If the jumping squirrel behind Yeah, the your head jumping is- the mystery mysterious jumping squirrel of Southeast Portland. It is. Yeah. Times okay. they're changing. All right. All right. So I'm sorry. I didn't. Well, mean you to... just keep us abreast. If you find, if you see the jumping squirrel, you just wanted to let say us know. Abreast. <laughs> no, no. But this, yes, that's what it was. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, what I was going to say is that Sarah has keeps insisting on posting this thing anytime we get burritos here before the show. <laughs> like we do a lot of a lot of prep here at the studio. Sometimes we get burritos. We got burritos today, and. The problem is Sarah considers it in her own mind as to be some kind of a challenge. It's a competition. A competition of eating it because it is a generally competition. she eats a lot faster than I do. So I think she turned it into a competition to make herself feel better about it. That she would scarf down her burrito really quick and then turned it into the Burrito Olympics and then claimed to be the champion of the Burrito Olympics. I wouldn't scarf anything down. What I would do is compete better <laughs> and faster and more efficiently than you. So, Therefore, uh, decreeing that I am the gold medalist of the Olymp- Burrito Olympics. Which are not a thing that uh, we, we um, actually invented. They very invented. much are a thing, actually, if you Google Burrito Olympics, whose face comes it up. It is true. If you Google Burrito <laughs> Olympics. My face comes Sarah's, up when you Google Burrito Olympics. Sarah's face will come up when you Google Burrito Olympics because we've <laughs> talked about it so much on this show. But now you've, you're calling me out. This is what Sarah posted about me. Today on on Twitter uh, at Sarah X Dylan at Greg Nibbler at Fun Imp Radio, Sarah wrote in the Great Burrito Olympics Challenge. Today's clear winner is Greg Nibbler. He is inhaling that sucker. Hashtag Burrito Olympics. Okay, I'm just sitting here eating my food now. If you if you can't tell by he my was voice, some pretty big I'm, bites. I'm feeling I'm still feeling a little under the weather. I'm not really 100 percent right now. And so, oh, there's a burrito here. That's some food. That's great. I'm just going to eat that comfortably. Get ready to do the show. I hate it when people watch me eat or try to measure up how much I'm eating, let alone post it on Twitter and say how much I'm eating and claim that I'm inhaling my burrito. You were inhaling which I your was burrito. Not. I, I was that, not. You know what? And I thought that I was being really nice to Greg because like, if he's doing well in the Burrito Olympics, like I'm giving him accolades. I'm like, 
Wow, Greg is really killing it. He's not giving it. me accolades. I, I'm like, Greg is really killing it in the Burrito Olympics today. Like, he's just inhaling that sucker. Way to go. And he, like, for some reason thinks that I'm, like, being, like, I'm besmirching his good name. <laughs> like, whereas I felt like I was giving you a compliment. Like, I really did think by, that I was, By like, claiming that I'm inhaling that sucker. Well, you were. You were taking some I was not inhaling bites. it sucked. I was not. There's still half of my burrito left. Yeah, but, like, you did that half in, like, three bites. Like, you just... I had a couple of bites. I was really hungry. Yeah, it was, it was pretty impressive. <clears throat> so, I mean, just because you take it as a negative doesn't mean that I didn't mean it as a positive. Right, well, I understand that for you, this is a... That's an honorable thing to be a burrito it champion. Because the, you the do... Uh, you do normally um, scarf down the burritos, <laughs> inhale them much better than I do. That is true. You are I much today, better, Greg. I failed at shoving them in your mouth and and, and inhaling that uh, burrito down. It's true. I was bites. fairly disappointed in myself today. Like I couldn't even make it halfway through the burrito because I got full so quickly. Uh huh. I'm just seeing myself as a failure over here. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, there is something else that did come out yesterday, and uh, that is this in the mail. I got myself a copy of Cemetery Dance Magazine, <laughs> and lo and behold, what was on the cover of it? A Sasquatch. A Sasquatch yeah. by Miss Sarah X. Dillon, yes. Oh my God, I can't believe it's actually T- real. Tell everybody what came out yesterday. All right, so I did. Uh, I painted the cover for this publication. It's uh, called Cemetery Dance Magazine, which is um, like the umbrella magazine for Stephen King's publishing house, mm-hmm. which is awesome in and of itself. Like, it's a really, really cool magazine. I'd actually read it before. Uh, so I was contacted by one of the publishers to design the cover art for it, and um, his name's Brian. And he was a li- he's a listener of the show, and he had heard us talk about Sasquatches and then heard me talk about, um, you know, my dog paintings. And he contacted me and asked if I would want to do some sort of Sasquatch-themed cover art for uh, an issue of Cemetery Dance. So, of course, I said yes, because I'm not a crazy person, and um, did it. I submitted it probably about five months ago. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's like October. Yeah, so it takes a little bit to, a little while to get it published. So I've been waiting with bated breath, kind of like, oh gosh, did I do this thing? And is it actually going to come out? Because I told people that it's going to come out. But lo and behold, it came out. And it came in the mail yesterday. So it's actually a real, like, tangible magazine. It with is. My you picture can, on it. It's so weird. You can buy the magazine online. Like, it's there. Like, you go to Cemetery Dance Publications, which is Stephen King's publisher. That's that means Stephen King has seen your painting. Oh my God, he is not. Oh. Stephen King has seen your painting. I guarantee it. Yeah, Do you really it's at think his house, so? right? Yeah, of course it is. What he doesn't get the magazine of his own uh, publication house, you know? Uh, yeah, he's got your he's got your magazine at his house right now. I bet it showed up in the mail. He probably has advanced He's just like, wow, we set a really low bar for cover like, art oh these days, don't boy. we? Oh, <laughs> boy. Yikes. Um, so, this is it. Just to explain again. So, it's a Cemetery Dance Publications, and they publish Stephen King's books. They also have a magazine that comes out once a month, a mm. horror magazine, and Sarah did the cover art for this magazine. Yeah. For the for this issue, Cemetery Dance number 73. It's March 2016. Um, and yeah, I got mine in the mail yesterday. Yeah, I saw your picture, so I hadn't uh-huh. been home yet. I haven't been this excited, like waiting for my mail since got out since the mail was, you know, relevant when you were younger. <laughs> like uh so Greg had posted a picture that he got his in the mail, and I'm like, oh my god, so I ran home like as quick as I could, go to my mailbox, and of course, that's the day that my mailman hasn't come yet. So I'm sitting there. Like listening, like I kind of have, uh, I'm kind of sitting near my door so I can wait to like listen for when the mailman comes. Mm-hmm. And of course, I'm waiting for like two hours. He's two hours late. I finally hear like the jingling of the keys and him doing the thing. I'm like, okay, is it there? And then I opened it and oh my gosh, it was there. And it's very exciting. It is. It is. You open up the inside. It says right there, cover artist Sarah X. Dillon. And the cover is great. I mean, it's it's the one, and we'll, we'll post this, of course, and a link to... Uh, get the magazine at funemploymentradio.com. And I believe Sarah may be offering something else down the road here. Yeah, yeah. Associated with this painting. So explain your painting. Explain? Why are you like shaking? I don't know because it's un- it's awkward. No, it's awesome. There's it nothing to be awesome. awkward about. But no, no. Like, ex- explain your painting. Well, I mean. Sarah's getting uncomfortable because uh, we're talking about it right now and she's getting nervous and I can tell because she's shaking and I don't even know what's coming through in the microphones, but the whole table's shaking. It is not. It, it is shaking. 
well, and it's, it's scary. no, it's okay. No, you shouldn't be scared. Well, it's it is always so scary good. to put it your art so out there good. because there are other art. Like I'm always right. scared of being judged by other artists. Oh well, yeah. I mean, you might get that's some the thing. Trolls, I feel but... like exactly. Well, I feel like people are looking at it like, why the fuck did they hire her to do that? Like, what makes that so special? Why can't I be on a magazine cover? You know? Oh, like, don't even don't that's even exactly listen. what's going on in my hey, mind. That's just in your head I, I because I haven't you, seen anybody post anything I like know, that. I know, but I have like some artist friends who. Okay, I'm just gonna say I have some artist friends who like. Who I know have seen it, who haven't commented or said anything to me about it. What do you mean, artists? Friend? I mean, I have friends who I know who like follow like my. I'll follow their work and they follow mine, and then like they just haven't commented on it, and it's totally making me super insecure. Why? Because somebody didn't comment on your yes Facebook because, post. No, not even that. Or just like because I, I put it on like on my Instagram account, and so it pushes it out to like Twitter and Facebook. There have just been some like people that, whose art I admire who like will usually have like a conversation about it. I don't know. I'm just feeling really insecure. Yeah, but I'm really well, you excited. shouldn't. You really shouldn't. I mean, it is really seriously fantastic. It is so good, and that's what what I was going to bring up is that I know that you might have something else in the works because yes. I want a print of it. Right, I want so, something so I can put it on so the, the wall. The concept of it, if you can't see it right now, we're going to post it uh, along with this episode today. Uh, so the concept art is uh, it's a Sasquatch, but instead of um, a human who's a conspiracy theorist looking for Sasquatches, it's a Sasquatch who's a human conspiracy theorist. Mm-hmm. So basically, he's searching for humans and believes in the conspiracy of human beings instead of um that was bumping it yep thank you okay yeah and it believes in yeah the concept of human beings instead of you know it's, it's the vice versa thing so <laughs> you are so nervous well you're throwing me off like in the middle of doing no. the thing that i didn't want to do which is talking about it then my mic screen was all weird <sighs> yes, yeah, so that's it. This is a very exciting thing. It's it's fantastic, and I, I'm seriously, it's so good. And I I want um I want you to be able to get those uh, prints up too. So that'll be coming at some point where we'll have some prints. But you can order the magazine now. It's really awesome, dude. You're on the cover of a national magazine. Yeah. It's pretty badass. There's nothing to feel self conscious about it. You you already made that. Like that already happened. And you yeah. did get that. And so I if still- somebody's going to say something bad about it, fuck them. Yeah. They just, they didn't get it. I mean, and the thing, the bottom line is it's really, really, it's really good. And it's really cool. So you should be proud of this. Cool. You shouldn't feel nervous about this. I know. It's just, I know it's you an, are nervous about it. I well, know. It's, it's weird putting, I mean, because we do this show every day and in our, in our way it's like an art form, but it's weird putting your art out there for other people to be like. Yeah. Uh, you know, well, I mean, it. yeah, I know. Because other people are going to judge it. And I'll tell you this right now. I guarantee there's somebody out there who doesn't like it big deal yeah you know that's the same thing with every, anytime anytime you do something creative and you know this just doing this show there's always some somebody who's not going to like it yeah. but that doesn't mean anything it's I'm telling you alright let's stop talking about it okay well I'm I'm proud of you I think it's really good and I think you should be proud of it too um, so it's awesome okay thank you yes all right, so we'll have a link there at funemploymentradio.com alright well I'll tell you something that's making me kind of uncomfortable right now it's, okay I had so I I slept like for some reason like I'm, if you can't tell, I'm still a little bit under the weather, uh, and so I got a lot of sleep last night. But I had some really bizarre dreams, including appearances that I don't even know what the hell, what the hell this means. The, the dreams that I had last night. So I kind of want to get some interpretation to see what people think of this. Do I need to get my dream book from the other room? You might, you might need to get your dream book from the other room because we may need to, we may need to. Uh, try to figure this out because I don't know what it means. It's unlike any dream I've had before. And I had a lot of weird ones last night, but this one in particular. Um, all right, so it... Oh, Sarah's, Sarah's grabbing the uh, dream interpretation book from the other room. Oh, I couldn't find it. All right, here Just it to say. Because we have a dream interpretation book in the other room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because we're totally normal. Exactly. Um, okay, so here it is. I dreamt last night, <laughs> this is this is why this is clearly going to be a dream, that I was a professional basketball player. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. Now, that's oh, not an aspiration just... or a dream I had. I, I knew that from a kid. Like, yeah, that's that's not going to be on the dockets for some me. Some things, you know, that's, just that's, will never some happen. Some things, you know, you know, you know, that's, and that, that's never been something. But this is what it was last night. And I dreamt I was playing. So <laughs> I was a point guard in the NBA. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. I know, but secretly it's like I a little knew. Kid dream. <laughs> no, but I knew I wasn't. Uh, I was like, I somehow I had fooled everybody into getting in there into the NBA, and I was like, nah, I'm not. You had tricked the NBA into thinking that you <laughs> in the dream, yeah. And <laughs> okay. I was like, they've never seen me shoot. They don't know how bad I am, and 
and and I had this dream of this, and I went to a practice, and uh, yeah, it's being known to lay off the drugs right then. No drugs. This is all uh, all me. Oh yeah, I did take the allergy medication yesterday though. Okay, but not not before I slept, so I didn't have anything. I think all I took was Advil last night. I I don't take NyQuil or anything because then I won't wake up the next morning. Yeah. Or, well, that sounds like it. That sounds awful. That sounds awful. I mean, <laughs> it takes. Like, I mean, I need like. I mean, I need up. like twenty four hours of of rest if I'm going to take NyQuil. Yeah. Otherwise, I'll never come out of the fog of that. Um. So yeah. So this is all on natural. Um. I was in a practice. Like it was, it was like a workout practice where the players had formed a line, and it was my job to. To uh, throw up the alley oops for players to dunk. Now, if you don't know what an alley oop is, it's where one player throws the ball up next near the rim, somebody else runs and grabs it in midair and dunks it. Mm-hmm. I was the guy throwing up the alley oop. <laughs> well, I didn't think you were the guy dunking it. Well, it's already farcical enough that I'm an NBA player. Yeah. This is seriously though in my dream, and I was really stressed out about it. And so I was like, okay, I gotta throw the ball up there. Turns out, terrible. I was terrible in my dream at throwing throwing the ball anywhere near the hoop, and. Like um, Shaquille O'Neal was there. Oh, of course he was. And Shaquille O'Neal was making fun of me, and I was laughing along, like I was, like, oh no, it's okay, yeah, uh-huh. laughing with laughing with Shaquille O'Neal. And then uh, I tried to laugh too, but then secretly I was like, I I was really upset because I knew that I wasn't doing a good job. And then the worst part, the worst part of this dream when it came down to it. And this this dream lasted for a while because I got into gameplay and everything afterwards. Cliff Robinson was there. Cliff Robinson, of formerly of the Portland Trailblazers. Is that Uncle Spliffy or whatever? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's opening up a marijuana shop in Portland now yeah. called Uncle Spliffy's because he was Uncle Cliffy. Um, Cliff Robinson, one of my favorite players growing up. He was there and I was supposed to throw up an alley-oop for him, only I just couldn't do it. I just kept messing it up over and over. Oh. And he just looked at me and he said, oh, that's all right, Greg. And like walked off, and it was the most disappointing thing, pro- the most disappointment I've ever felt in my it's life. It's like someone doing very poorly during the dunk contest at the All Star game. Yeah, yeah, where they just like it, they keep trying to get it in there, and it's just not happening. Yeah, it's really awkward. No, he just looked at me. Oh, that's all right, Greg, and walked off. I'm like, oh no, I've I've disappointed Cliff Robinson. And then it got into a gameplay, and I kept missing everything. What does all this mean? I have no desire to be an NBA player. I have. A- I have never. I, I've never aspired to be an NBA player, even when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, what? What is you the had deal? Realistic here? dreams. That's good. Well, I, I, yeah. No, I wanted to be a professional well, Greg, wrestler. I'm looking here at the Element Encyclopedia of Twenty Thousand Dreams, the ultimate A to Z to interpret the secrets of your dreams. I'm flipping here to page uh, three twenty four, yep. where it does have an analysis of what you uh, what it means when you dream about being part of a team. Okay. Um, more specifically, if you're part of a sports team. So it says, uh, most dreams in which you are playing a team game reflect how well you feel you are performing within a group situation in your waking life, whether it uh, is among your family and friends or more typically in relations to colleagues at work. Uh-oh. So if you dream of playing football, basketball, hockey, or volleyball, pay attention to how you're reacting or playing on the team. Are you the weak link? <laughs> Are you the one who pulls the team together? Are you a good sport? Not winning any dunk contests with me, do that's for sure. Do you play fairly or do you cheat and break the rules? I don't cheat. I wasn't cheating. I Well, I guess res- I did cheat my way in. Do you somehow. respect authority in your dreams and the decisions of the referee or the judges? Uh, there weren't any really in there. I mean, I guess the players were the Are authorities. Are you a team player only concerned about your own performance? No, I was trying to throw an alley-oop so they could dunk. I was trying to make them look cool. See? I just couldn't do it. Well, the answer to these questions will provide helpful if they're considered to the context of your participation in group dynamics in your waking life. Okay. All right. So I guess, well, you feel like you're helping everybody out, so maybe... No, I wasn't really, though, because I was doing it terribly. I was trying to. So maybe do do you feel like you have a job that you're doing terribly, that you're trying hard at, but it's just not fitting? Well, no, I mean... <laughs> <sighs> oh, if it, if you dreamed about baseball, it would be littered with sexual symbols, which would be more of a like a sexy thing. Ugh, because I, uh, I, can, I can tell you, I've never had a baseball dream. So. <laughs> it says <laughs> uh, it says littered with sexual symbols such as the bat, the ball, and the gloves. I don't know why the oh, gloves are sexual. That, I, symbols. Now I yeah, who is this person watching baseball coming up with these things? I don't know. There's like oh, did you see that? They sexy gripped baseball? the fern, <laughs> pine hard bat. Why would a baseball be the sexiest ball of them all? The ball flying towards his open receiving glove. I don't know, something like that. Oh, I guess I didn't. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. No, you 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 crack the code. Catch balls with your gloves. I don't don't know. It's it's all It's kind of a stretch. It's kind of a stretch. It's a stretch. It's a little bit of a stretch. Uh, Teresa Chung. There's a lot of spitting. Does that have anything to do with it? 
What the hell? No, never mind. Okay. Oh my god! Don't you need to put that those words back in your mouth? <laughs> All right. So yeah. So it says that you need to yeah. So it is representing what you do as you play in a team. I had a okay. weird dream last night. All right. Where um, so have I ever told you that I have a lot of dreams that I'm in like uh on water slides? On water slides? I have water slides in my dreams constantly. Okay. Like different ones. It's never the same one. It's usually different ones, but I'm I'm usually like either trying to walk up a water slide or go down one. Okay. And then in this instance, uh, last night I had a dream that I was on the on a water slide, but these waves kept coming, and then they kept getting bigger and bigger, and so um, I was trying to like get to the top of the waves, and I I wasn't able to do it before my breath ran out, and then I realized I could breathe underwater. It was Ooh, kind of magic. Yeah, I can breathe underwater a lot. Yeah, in my I've dreams. never been able to do that before. Oh yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah, it was kind of cool because I'm like, oh no, I'm not gonna be able to get to the top. Wait, I can breathe, and then you, you know the realization that you can breathe underwater. Uh huh. It was kind of magical. That's pretty cool. But yeah, I have water slides. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I is that in the the dream book? No, I didn't. Is really... Water slides in there? I don't know. Let's look it up in real time. It's a very uh, very in depth dream book. It yeah. is. A, uh, it's a being quite asked, large. Uh, Sarah. When you wake up, do you have to change the sheets? No. It's one of those kinds of dreams. Okay, it's <laughs> no. not one of those. One uh, of those ones. Let's see. Is there actually? Let's see. Waterworks. Water slides isn't even Water, in here. Waterworks is something else. What? What does that mean? We just we'll just skip past oh. that one. We'll Watermelons. Water lilies. No, they don't have any water slides. Okay, I don't know. I guess know. I'll never know. Because it really, it truly is in like a, a lot of my dreams, like. You know, depending on the Did setting. you go to a lot of water slides? Mm-mm. Huh. Well, no. I don't know. Maybe you need to go to a water slide and figure out what it is and get to the bottom of this. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking. I just uh, don't slide, 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 slide. So okay. Real time, real time. Okay. Yep. Nope, they don't even have slides in here, so I have no okay. idea. All right. The world will never know, Greg. The world will never know. No. Well, either way, congratulations on your <laughs> you should be happy about it I want to get back to it really congratulations quick congratulations on making uh, the NBA in, in your dream yeah but, well I mean I did make it I guess that's an accomplishment in mm-hmm. its own right I did make the NBA you sure did um, yeah I just I, I wasn't very good but yeah. I made it you know that means I was better than somebody along the lines that's true you took somebody else's dream by fulfilling yeah. yours yeah mm-hmm. uh-huh. and squandered it yep you squandered it you tried real hard though you were a team player I was trying I felt bad I felt bad about not being able to throw the ball. See, so that means area. that that's good because you are caring about others, not just about yourself. Oh, okay. All right. So that means that's a positive. Okay. Guess maybe I should stick to eating burritos. Mm. All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First story we have at a Hamilton, New Zealand... A New Zealand woman said that her cat has a funny way of showing her affection by bringing her presents. And these presents are gifts of men's underwear and socks that that the cat has stolen from an unknown neighbor. This cat is full on stealing, going into her neighbor's houses and stealing underwear and socks from her male neighbors and then presenting them to her as gifts. Right. It's an underwear loving cat. I don't know where those came from. The cat must have done it. Who has stolen 30 pairs of boxer briefs from an unknown neighbor. 30 pairs. It can't be from one person. Uh, They have a picture of the cat. uh, Like she took a really funny picture of the cat surrounded by everything that it had stolen. And it's like 60, like 60 socks. And 30 pairs of underwear, and the cat's just kind of sitting there like, whoop. Most people don't own 30 pairs of underwear. How many pairs of underwear do you own? 30? 30 pairs of underwear? I probably have like 30 pairs of underwear. I'm going to guess most guys don't own 30 pairs of underwear. Is 30 a lot? That seems like a lot. I don't think that's an excessive amount. It's not? I mean, I guess I don't know how... Yeah, to be I really don't know how much how many pairs of underwear. I don't know. Am I revealing too much? That seems like a lot of pairs of underwear. Seems like you have too few pairs of underwear. I don't think I have too few. Well, you did just buy some new ones uh, by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Amazon link. That's true. Yes, I did. You, you talked about that on the show. That I was did. awkward for anyone listening. But it was a great deal. 30 pairs of underwear? Oh yeah, Suwon says I probably have uh, about two dozen pairs. So yeah, that's yeah, 24. that's about yeah. So yeah, that's twenty-four. All right. So that's close to. Th- I mean, I would think if you did own thirty pairs of underwear, that you would probably notice that they're one by one. You would definitely know they were gone. I mean, because you know, like you're familiar with your underwear. I mean, I would think so. 
Like you'd be like, hey, where's that, you know, that checkered pair that I really like? I mean, I do laundry probably once a week anyway, so I don't really. Thomas just wrote the inadvertently most hilarious thing in the chat. I did, he has 10 that he wears normally, three backups, and one special pair. Oh, a special pair. Are they like the tuxedo silk boxers? <laughs> <laughs> That's is I it a present that it says, pair. like a ribbon on the front that says surprise? Or That was very oddly specific. <laughs> Do you have, are those your fancy pair? <laughs> All right. Oh, so anyway, so 30 pairs of uh, underwear. So this girl's name is Sarah Nathan, and she's from Hamilton, who claims, so she does claim that they are not, uh, they're not hers or her bows. Uh, so she's posted a picture on Facebook to show off some of the uh, 30 pairs of men's boxer briefs. Oh, sorry, and more than 100 socks that her cat Bridget has stolen. Bridget the cat. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be more than one person. It probably How is this be. cat getting into all these places? I mean, I, I don't know. Does it's, everybody have cat doors? Well, I was reading about this and about cats in New Zealand, how there aren't a lot of indoor cats in New Zealand. Like, cats just tend to kind of wander around. Okay. So she said, it's really hard to notice when, uh, it's really hard to not notice when a pair of striped men's underpants arrives in your hallway when you're living in a house. Oh, no, never mind. She's not married. When you're living in a house with all females. Oh, so just striped okay, underwear yeah. just starts showing up in the middle of the hallway that her cat's bringing to her as presents. Wow. Now, Sarah has put up flyers around her neighborhood in hopes of identifying uh, the owner of the undergarments. Uh, however, nobody has come forward yet to claim the missing underwear. She said that she's pretty sure that the underwear is coming from the same person since it's all the same size and the same style. Uh, Bridget, her cat, has a history of stealing stuff and used to take children's toys and uh, clothing from neighbors' houses when they lived in a different town. Keeping cats indoors isn't common in New Zealand. Uh, so Bridget, the cat, uh, doesn't hunt birds or wildlife and instead just hunts striped pairs of undergarments. Uh, so yes, uh, if you live in... Hamilton, New Zealand, and you're missing 30 pairs of striped underwear. Get a hold of this lady. How would you not notice, though? I mean, I'm still, it still boggles my mind. I don't understand. Well, people get, like, obsessed with certain things. Maybe this is, like, an underwear hoarder. Maybe it's somebody who likes to collect underwear. Wait, and the cat is stealing the hoarder's underwear? I bet that (laughs) underwear hoarder has his underwear more protected than that, though. He's not going to leave that all around. I mean, I know girls who are obsessed with buying, like, fan... Like, I've never been, like... Yeah, but they're probably not just leaving it all in a box for... What, do you roll around on it on a bed or something? Like, how no, do you... I mean, I think... I've, I've known girls, like, particularly when I was in the sorority in college, like, when I had, like... When I was roommates with, like, a, the fancy girls, mm-hmm. like, they had, like, like fancy underwear that they would spend, like, a lot of money on and, like, fold it. They would, like, fold their underwear. I'm like, people fold... Should I fold my underwear? I fold my boxers. I don't fold... I just shove it in the drawer, like... I fold my Why boxers. Why would you fold underwear? I, I only fold my boxers because then I can fit it all in one drawer. Yeah. Because if I crumple them up and throw them in there, then they, it, it overflows. Hmm. I'm curious. It's more uh, efficient if I fold Friends in them. the chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. Uh, ladies. <laughs> well, that's a breaking poll here at I really, Radio. I'm curious, actually. I'm like, am I weird for not folding my underwear? Because I stick it in the, like, there's the, the underwear drawer. Huh. Just stick it in the underwear drawer. Is the underwear drawer your floor? No, I have... I have a specific drawer for, yes, I have, I have drawers for everything. I have my my black socks drawer. I have two black socks drawers, one um, running sock drawer, uh, a sports bra drawer, regular bra drawer, and uh, tights and leggings drawer. Now that we have that figured out. Yes, you're welcome. Attention, Greg Nibbler. You can now purchase a potato chip flavored soda in Japan. A potato chip flavored soda? Would you drink it? You'd totally drink it. Drink I mean, is, it, is there any other flavor? Is it like a flavored Coke or something? Or is it just like a base soda water with like Dorito flavoring? Well, Greg, let me tell you about it because this is something that you're going to have to try at some point for the show. We actually have friends who travel to Japan quite a bit. We need to have them bring you back some so you can try it on the air. At some yes, point. absolutely. All right. So this is uh, made by a Japanese-based beverage maker called Kimura Drink. So Kimura Drink, uh, which previously made news uh, after making an eel-flavored cola. I remember this a couple of years yeah. ago. Yeah, like that just sounds one. so gross. Well, now they've uh, paired up with a Japanese video game maker to produce the potato chip-flavored soda. Uh, so the soda will be made exclusively, uh, will be available exclusively as an arcade game prize in Japan starting on Friday and only for a limited time. Ooh, so we need to act now, act fast. 
Gotta get some people into the arcade there and win you some chip soda. <laughs> uh, so they've had, so they've paired up previously to create a variation of the recipe. So this is uh, the drink making company and a video game company. Okay. They paired up together before to um, make cola flavored potato chips. So they did the reverse of it. So they had chips that tasted like soda. So it's like Pepsi chips? Yeah, which reportedly tasted like chips with soda poured on top of them, minus the sogginess. Yeah, I don't think I care for that, no. Yeah, well, Japan is not the only country uh, to produce sodas based on savory foods. American company Lester's has made flavors, ooh, such as buffalo wings, sweet corn, and ranch dressing. Ew, that's gross. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. Sparkling ranch dressing. That tells you a lot about a person. It tells you a lot about a person. What if that's about? That's what they're going to go for. I'm just saying. What about person ranch? who's like, yeah, oh, I want a ranch flavored soda. Oh, I thought you meant ranch in general. Well, like, ranch really does as mean. well. What? I know ranch is a very popular condiment for people. Oh, but you're just. Oh, but what Greg's saying is that he thinks he's better than you. Well, I think ranch is gross. It's just it's. And I think that I'm uh, classier than you if you eat ranch, because I'm judging you. Silently. But ranch soda? Would you would you drink ranch soda? No, like that honestly is making me kind of nauseous. That's what I'm saying. No, like something's like bubbles and cream, Mm-mm, not together. I don't I don't want that. All right, so a man in Springfield, Springfield. I don't know, in one of the states. There's isn't, isn't that why the Simpsons pick Springfield? Cause there's Springfield in every state. Yeah. Okay. So Springfield somewhere, uh, a man. Has been arrested uh, by the name of Alfredo Rodriguez Diaz. I'm just going to call him Diaz. Alfredo, Reggie. Alfredo Rodriguez Diaz. Okay. You didn't roll your R's. Guys. I know. I'm too stuffed up to do that. Alfredo Rodriguez Diaz. I'm gonna, which, well, he will be called Diaz after this. Uh, Springfield somewhere. A man named Diaz uh, wants to set the record straight after being arrested for shoplifting. Now, uh, he was charged with stealing... 32 packages of salami by stuffing them down his pants. However, he wanted to let the records show that no, 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 it was not 32 packages of salami. Let it be clear that it was 10 packages of salami and 20 packages of fish. He wanted to make, he wanted to have his day in court just to make that known. He didn't want it to be confused. So uh, Diaz, 38 years young, of Springfield, again, doesn't say the state. That somewhere. is a lot to stuff into one That's set of pants. Were they stretchy pants? It doesn't specify what elastic kind of waist? pants they were. It had to be an elastic waist. Well, they have to be elastic banded at the, like we've talked about this before, they have to probably be banded at the base so that yes, the food doesn't fall out. Yes, you can stuff it in out. there. Yeah. Or rubber band off or something. Maybe one of those like old people like workout outfits. You know, like the windbreaker kind? Oh, those the are swish ones that they do at the mall? They're swishy, and then they kind of are textured, so you'd probably be able to get away with stuffing a bunch of stuff in there. Because you wouldn't know. Because you wouldn't know. Yeah. So I'm going to assume that he was wearing an 80s how big is windbreaker a loga, swishy pants. How big is a log of salami? It depends on how big. But there isn't I don't buy generic, salami. I don't know. There isn't a generic like salami log size, I don't there think. There isn't? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know enough about salami to know if there is or well, isn't. Well, I don't either. That's why I was asking. Is it like a like a like a meat log? Like when yeah, you like get a one summer of those... sausage. Yeah, it's like a summer sausage. All right. We had a listener send us a summer sausage once. It was delicious. Yes, it was. Mm. Uh, so Diaz of Springfield was arrested after store security stopped him from walking out with the hidden groceries inside of his pants. Uh, four hours later, he um, had to walk into district court handcuffed and shackled. Now, after speaking with his court-appointed lawyer, Diaz agreed to a decriminalized shoplifting charge and to pay the $300 fine. But Diaz did want to clear up the fact that it wasn't 32 packages of salami. He said, I had fish packages as well as salami packages. Uh, the total of the products that he shoved in his pants were $182.47. Not clear on what happened to the food afterward. What kind of fish? What Tilapia. Okay, tilapia. No, I mean, I don't know what it is, but I'm going with tilapia. Oh, okay. A cheaper, cheaper white fish. Mm -hmm. That's what you're thinking. That's still good. 20 packages of it. Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe some frozen cod mixed in there. Okay. Greg, can you please just name all the fish that you you know? 
Maybe we yeah, just... rockfish. That kind of depends, mm. though. You don't always have rockfish there. What about catfish? Salmon. Well, yeah, I doubt. The catfish wouldn't really be served that way in a frozen What about halibut? Halibut would be. Yeah, halibut yeah. definitely. That's good stuff, though. That's the good That's the what good stuff. What about cod? Well, cod. I already mentioned cod. Oh, cod's I, like sorry. a Cod's like a lower, it's like a, a poor man's halibut. I'm more of a cod. I eat a, wait, cod. So is tilapia a poor man's cod? Tilapia is kind of, yeah, possibly, yeah. What's the top of the fish totem pole? Well, I'd go halibut on that. Okay. Good, good Alaskan halibut. That's. Then we're, then we're eating some good stuff. Is that something that you can say anymore? What? Top of the totem pole? Probably not. I don't know. That's probably not a good Interesting. thing to say. Interesting. I don't know. Like, I mean, it's not. It's kind of at the top of the totem pole. Well, I, mean, I don't it's know. About like the the ranking. Yeah, yeah, the ranking. Because if you're at the top, then you're. That's the highest. The highest ranked. ranking. I would think it's okay. I think it's okay. Sure, it's. Okay. I think that one's all, all right. right. Yeah. All right. Finally, have a story out of New Jersey, and it's about as New Jersey as you can find a story to be. A New Jersey mall was in an uproar after. Their mole Easter Bunny got into a fight with some customers. Oh, no. Oh, this is in Jersey City, New Jersey. Oh, the holiday spirit came to a halt in Jersey City that day after the Jersey City mole bunny found himself tangled up in a brawl. Yes, in a video <laughs> that you can watch online. Uh, this happened in Jersey City. Now, um, you don't get the beginning of the video, but you do see, in fact, that a man who does take off his, his bunny head but he's wearing the rest of the bunny outfit. He can be seen exchanging punches with customers waiting in line to have their photo taken with him. Now, at the beginning of the video, the bunny is, seeing, uh, is seen being separated from a man wearing a brown shirt, but just seconds after they're taken away from another uh, one another, the bunny throws his bunny gloves off and starts running at the mall goer. Now, <laughs> what police, did he do? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Somebody needs to find out. It's a bunny and a buddy. Yeah, that's yeah. the lowest point of the show, right there. Real? That's it. I think that was it. Wow, we've been trying really hard for that one. I kind of. I feel, know. Yeah. Even though I lost the burrito Olympics, <laughs> I won. I won something. <laughs> Police cannot be immediately reached for comment. It is unknown if the bunny was taken into custody. And that, my friends, is your world of crazy. Oh, hanging on by a thread. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have some ball talk that perhaps we should you get to. You do? I do indeed. All right. I do indeed, sir. Wow, our clunky transitions are really making the show today, I think. It's going to be a pleasure to edit. <laughs> you didn't have anything else you wanted to do this afternoon? No. Only about no. six hours at a job no. after this. God, you're so lazy, Greg. Right. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Okay, got a couple of things in ball talk. A couple of things in ball talk. To get to here. First up, we've got this breaking news. Okay. Breaking leaked news from the National Hockey League. So they are uh, having some meetings right now. Is that the NHL, Greg? That is the NHL. Okay. The NHL. I know my um, my brother-in-law watches the NHL. That's how I knew the abbreviation. Oh, that's good. I'm pretty. In- that was pretty. That was pretty, pretty good. Into, you're into pretty into the hockey. You're pretty into the hockey. Uh-huh. Well, here's the thing. The NHL currently has 30 teams in it, and the owners had their meeting, or the G- excuse me, the GMs had their meeting earlier this week in Florida. And there is something that they were supposed to be announcing in June that has already leaked out because they've got a bunch of blabbermouths in there. And here, this is what it is. There is going to be a brand new team, an expansion team added to the NHL starting in the 2017-18 season. And it will be, according to this report, the Las Vegas Black Knights. Las Vegas is going to get its first NHL team. Its first professional sports team, really. I kind of like that name, the Black Knights. Las Vegas Black Knights is allegedly the name of the team. Okay. And what it's going to be. 
Um, they're going to unveil it. Uh, in, like I said, in June. Now, what's not clear, though, because that would give the the league an odd number of teams, which usually you don't like that. You like to have it even on mm. both sides. So there's speculation there could be another team that could be added, which leads to the often speculated Seattle or Portland oh. NHL expansion team. I have many friends that would be very excited about that. Yeah, either way. Now, Portland probably right now would have the advantage in that just because... We've already got a, a stadium that's set up for it. I mean, the Rose Garden was created for NHL and NBA, mm-hmm. so set to those standards. So you could easily have an NHL or an NHL team in there. Seattle, they don't really have a place to play because it's tied. Their funding is tied to getting an NBA team and an NHL team. Okay. Then they get funding. Then the funding kicks in to build a brand new stadium for both of the teams. Right now, they don't have that. So probably Portland would be in the lead. Okay. I'm going to guess. That would be cool. Just by virtue of the fact we already have a place to play. Yeah. Do they have an owner, though? I don't know. Um, our friend Keelan in the chat posted uh, what I did not know existed until right this very moment. A what? poster from the Martin Lawrence movie called Black Knight. Oh. Uh, have you ever heard of that? Um, I just wrote him, like, is it real? And Keelan's like, oh, I own it. Oh, wow. It is Martin that Lawrence is... with a jersey on and then uh, Knight he has Here. some knight armor, like arm armor. Please tell me it's one where he travels in time and he goes back to medieval times and he has to become a knight and defend something, but he doesn't understand their culture and they don't know who he is. And then uh, in the end, them, he's a hero. Yeah. And he teaches them a lesson. How to be cool. Yeah. And he teaches them a lesson about uh, uh, not uh, being Keelan, racist. And three letters, one word. He just wrote, yep. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly it. Awesome. Now I want to see Black Knight. Our friend Jake is in the chat. Jay said, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> Nailed it. All right, people are saying it's a it's a great movie. All right, maybe we should watch Black Knight. <laughs> done and done. All right. So there we go. <laughs> um, all right, moving on to Ball Talk. From the Las Vegas Black Knights. I wonder what Portland would call their team. White Knights? No, you couldn't do Winterhawks either. It, you'd have to do a different name. It'd have to be something good, like, I don't know. It's going to be something ridiculous. Like Pioneers we or got a, go with Trailblazers uh, or something like that. We got a minor league baseball team and named them the Pickles. Well, that's... Like, I'm still not happy about that. I don't want to rain, I don't wanna saying, rain like, on the Pickles. Because Portland's just trying too hard to be Portlandy lately, so it would be something like Cookie, like... Uh, some sort of like bird that's native to the area, and they'll be like, put a bird on it or something really. Oh like, man, they would ruin it, wouldn't they? They would totally ruin they it. They would ruin it. They would ruin it. Ruined. <sighs> you ruin it. Yeah, that's probably true. That's what it is. Portland just can't have nice things anymore. We don't appreciate them. We don't deserve. I mean, Trailblazers, that's a great name for a team. Even Hillsborough Hops, I kind of like that. I that's like a, that that's too. a good name, too. Um, boy, what would they do? I would have to come up with a name for that. We would have to get involved with this. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll wait to see. Okay. We'll see if anything comes out about it. Uh, moving on, Ball Talk. We've got this. There's been controversy here on Fun Employment Radio. Oh, Jesus. Controversy has erupted over the Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions. Oh, that was a weird one. It's a weird voice. Champions. Nope, still not working. I'm just going to leave that one off for now. Uh, so, the Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions is going on where we have our brackets created for the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament, otherwise known as the Insanity of the Month Before April. No. And there's a bet that was placed between Sarah and I. A bet that is to be yes, paid off. a bet that you're weaseling out of. I am not weaseling out of. So we made a bet about this, and the loser is going to have to pay off the bet, which we don't even know what that is yet, at the Fun Employment Radio Bingo we Night. No, we don't want to do it, but we don't know what it is. At the Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night on March 31st at the Landmark Saloon, brought to you by Rainier Beer. Huge thank you to Rainier Beer. So seriously, our Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night, March 31st. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, we would love to see all of you there and uh, to hang out with us. Now, the controversy is this, is over what the terms of the bet were. Sarah was claiming that the bet was about the champ, the brackets themselves on who has the most points at the end of the tournament. Right now, 
Statistically speaking, she might be in the lead. Numerically speaking, and in any other way, shape, or form speaking, I am kicking Greg's ass. Well, there's some different equations we can factor in there, but okay, fine. No, all in the equations that, terms, that, uh, that in, in are sim- done with addition. In simpleton terms, maybe you're ahead right now. In simpleton terms, However, in any terms. <laughs> However... If you can't find Greg's bracket, just make sure to go to the last page. <laughs> it's there. However, Sarah, I have something I'd like to play for you right now. Now, this is actual Fun Employment Radio recorded audio. What are you doing? From when we placed our bets when we agreed on the terms of the bets. You went back and clipped the audio, you crazy person? I'm just going to go ahead and play just a little part of this that here. That doesn't prove that you're less of a weasel. I don't believe it. And I'm going to see you tell me what these terms are. Maybe we can bring down the... Well, yeah. Let's just pull this up. Oh, God, don't freeze on me. Oh, that's too bad. I guess we'll never know. Oh, son of a... You son of a... Son of a gun. Son of a Okay, Sarah, let's play this audio. That is the the beauty of this tournament. Any team could get knocked out at any point. You just have better chances. All right, we can make a bet. And Oregon's the number one team. They're the number one ranked team in their bracket. You know they're going to lose. Kansas is number one, too. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I think that they'll do. They're pretty good. They're good. They're very good. They are. Oregon is a very good team. There's a reason they have a number one ranking. There's a lot of other good teams in that tournament, too, though. All right, so a bet, whoever's What's goes the, the furthest, we'll figure out what it is, but we'll pay off at the, <laughs> I just uh, the Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night on March 31st. <laughs> Thursday, March 31st That's, at the Landmark Saloon? Yeah, Landmark Saloon. At 4847 Southeast Division. Yeah, when we where have this, our... Where the sign-up start at 6, and then the first game starts at 6.30? Yeah, it's free to play. And it's sponsored by Rainier. Yeah, Rainier Beer. Gotcha. Which is right. fine. Fine cool. Ranier, French-imported Rainier Beer. Um, yeah, a lovely French sponsor imported? of Fun Employment Radio and our Bingo Night Thursday Wait, did we did March I miss the best? Okay, salute. just wanted to check. Yeah, that one. Okay. Which I hope everybody comes to because it's free. We'll I, don't, I don't think you cut God the dang specifying. It. Oh, oh what a fucking day. Some team was going to be number okay. one and everyone okay. had him have a good shot. State losing in the first round. All right, we're going to do, do it over because it's just one of those days. I swear it's in here. Oh, my. He's doing the T-Rex arms right now, by the way. Round. Everybody. Yep. I did that on purpose. <laughs> the hell is that? Because you made me mad. <laughs> <laughs> No, you don't use your picks out of spite, clearly. Never. So Sarah has picked University of Oregon to be national champion. Hey, that's the fun thing about March Madness is that everybody has a chance. You never know. Everybody everybody does have a chance. I remember one year everyone was saying that some team was going to be number one and everyone had them beating the first team and then they were out in like the first round. That was Villanova. Villanova last year, I had them going to the final four and then they lost and then that was the whole crying girl though. It was worth it because the crying girl with the the flute. The flute girl. The flute girl, yeah, crying. (laughs) Oh, you have Villanova going to the final four as well. Mm -hmm. Wow, that is an interesting final four that you've got. I didn't All right. know what I was doing. That took like that Utah, was a- Utah going to the Final Four. Heck yeah! Okay, we'll see what happens. I like the Book of Mormon. That's, That's this is my. <laughs> then why didn't you pick Brigham Young? Oh, I don't know. Not that much. Okay. All right. Well, there we go. The brackets are at FunEmploymentRadio.com. God damn it! Oh, Did I not wow. fucking cut it correctly? I okay. Have a bet placed around whose championship team goes the furthest. Mm. Goes the furthest. Both of them could lose at any time. That that is the the beauty of this tournament. Any team. That there is it is. So proof. Proof. It fishy. took me a minute and a half to find it, but I found it. That was the proof. His arms are spastically flailing around right now. What it proves that you're a snake. You are. I found it. So our bet. Was which uh, of people our are championship questioning if the teams, audio was doctored. This audio was sure. not doctored. It was proof. Whatever. So we're down to Oregon versus Kansas. That's pretty much where we're at. Okay. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk.
<laughs> you are such a weasel. I can't believe that you were aware of what you were doing while you were doing it. Oh, I was well aware of what I was doing. As soon as I found out you picked Oregon. Like, Oregon's not going to win a national championship. Well, I hope they Kansas do. may not either, but I think Kansas is going to go further. Mm. Also, to take it back to the very beginning of this magical show... There are flying squirrels in Oregon. Are there? There really are. I forgot. We've gone through so many different things on this show so far, I forgot about the flying squirrels. Thank you to whoever sent this to me. According to uh, (laughs) squirrelrefuge.org. Indeed. According to (laughs) squirrelguy.com. There are all kinds of squirrels here in in Oregon. Again. Now there's one called the northern flying squirrel. These squirrels look like no other species in the northwest. They're usually only out at night, which makes it super rare that I saw a flying squirrel that over was, your head. I really like, am doubting that you saw a flying squirrel. Their, sur- their fur is soft like baby rabbits. They have huge black eyes that help them see soft a like flap of skin from wrist to ankle that enables them to glide <laughs> long distances. Squirrelguy.com is available in case anybody needs that. Oh, let's buy another domain. Squirrel enthusiasts yeah. out there. Squirrelguy.com. Northern squirrel flyers are native and protected uh, in Washington and Oregon. Shuff like a baby shuff, bunny. You're so soft like a baby bunny. Yeah, baby bunny shuffer on your I want to pet you like your you're a baby bunny. I want to rub your back your hand on it. I want to stroke you like a baby bunny. <laughs> shuff like a baby bunny. Stop saying soft like a baby bunny. <laughs> so anyway, so not crazy. There was a flying squirrel. Greg is the burrito champion. My drawing will be available for purchase, or my painting. Yes. And all's right with the world. <laughs> oh, are we going to do our announcement? No, I think let's do it tomorrow. Okay. At this point? Might as well. Shouldn't we have teased it, though, before? Probably should have. But you did tease it at the beginning, but I don't know if that's part no. of it. No. Right, let's just leave it. I don't know. Whatever you want to do. Well, don't leave it up to me. I don't know. Fine, announce it. Wait, what, right now? I guess so. I mean, you already brought it up. Okay, so. well, now I'm going to have to back this up a little bit. I'm going to back it up. All right, friends. This is, this is our formal uh, announcement. Save the date. We have now confirmed the date for our next listener event. Put it in your calendar. Mark it down. Put it in your telephone. Put it in your in your electronic devices. Put it in your day planner. Put it in your pocket planner. Four months from today. Friday, July 22nd. Will be our next listener party. Friday, July 22nd. Save that date. We're not going to say what it is. It will be here in Portland. So if you're coming in from out of town, now is the time to make your plans. And it is going to be like no party we have ever had before. Yes. It is going to be... It's going to be awesome it is i mean not that the other the other parties are all awesome but this is going to be awesome in a different way so yep expect the unexpected we have it all planned out and four months from today july 22nd which is a friday keep that date open july 22nd better way to remember it 20 days after my birthday july 22nd save that date we'll be letting you know more as we uh Get closer to it. Save the date, July 22nd. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.